Welcome to You Know What? Musings with Chanel Eric Beshola, the podcast where we endeavor to know better, be better, and do better by examining our lives and the ways in which we navigate the spaces where we find ourselves. I'm your host, Chanel, and I thank you for being here. Before we go any further, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so that you won't miss any episodes and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Musings with Chanel. Are you about to do that? Good. Hey, hey, hey. It's another week, another Wednesday, and we have made it to episode number four. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you coping? How are you? How's this quarantine COVID life treating you? I know, things are really just intense right now for all of us in different ways because of the circumstances. We're all under a significant amount of stress and pressure that's unique because we've never been in a situation like we are now with this pandemic. The thing is, the pandemic and any stress that comes with it is really just adding to our day-to-day stresses anyway. It's adding to the things that we would have been experiencing. And understanding that, it's not hard to see that all of these current circumstances may sometimes cause us to feel much worse about situations that we may not have felt so intensely about in more normal times. From a stress perspective, it kind of takes things up a notch. But when we really consider everything that's going on in our lives, the world and how we feel about it, it really boils down to our outlook and where we're choosing to focus our energy in those moments when we're not feeling our best. So the first thing I'd like to do in this episode is to share a story with you about a time when the stress just got to me. And then we'll get right into this week's topic. Of course, since you've already clicked this episode, you already have an idea of what we'll be talking about. Sounds good? Yes? Cool. Story time. So check this. About two months ago, I woke up one morning and I just felt like I was giving so much of myself to everyone and everything and not enough to me. I remember feeling so sad that day to the point that I was in tears and I was telling my husband that sometimes I just feel like nothing is for me. Now let me qualify. I'm not saying that he doesn't do anything for me or anything like that. That's so far from it. What I was experiencing was the feeling that my days were packed from beginning to end and all of those functions that I was performing that were keeping me busy felt like they were all for the benefit of, well, not me. The focus was on being a good mother, right? Two kids under two, remember that? Being a good wife, because I'm aware that he is also his own person going through his own life as well even though we've opted to partner up in this thing called marriage, right? We're still our own people. And so that comes with me being cognizant of the fact that my feelings at the time of being overwhelmed and getting lost in these titles and my responsibilities didn't necessarily invalidate his feelings and what he might have been going through at the time. So I think what was happening was I was building up these feelings of oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed and 
I feel as though I'm not getting to do anything solely for Chanel, the person, independent of being a wife or a mother, because there simply aren't enough hours in the day, right? So I was building that up. And then finally, on this particular day, I just, you know, fell apart because it felt like too much. And prior to that, I didn't want to seem like I was complaining um, because, you know, I realized that we were both sharing functions and doing the best we could to keep the house afloat, right? And have everything going fine. So there I was telling him that I feel like nothing I do is for me. And now that I'm a mother, I completely get it. I get why so many people feel as though they're losing themselves because it really is easy to get lost in the world of the kids that you love so much and feel as though you do not have time for yourself because really when kids are this young, they need you so much that truly taking care of them has to be your priority because they can't take care of themselves. And so you take that and you add in the fact that we're dealing with this COVID pandemic and then you take that and add on our decision to keep both kids at home and you could kind of visualize what that was like in the beginning, um, especially with a new baby on top of that. So I had to figure it out. We had to figure it out. And so we tried to rearrange our schedules and try to be more intentional about, you know, me doing things that I know would bring me joy, doing things that belong to only me and finding the time to do that. So that's when we kicked it into gear and started working hard on the podcast. I mentioned in a previous episode that I had had this idea for a really long time and I just never did anything with it. So at the time that I launched the Facebook page for the podcast saying that, you know, this podcast is coming, it was kind of a dare to myself to put me in the position where I had to do the work and prioritize um, this passion project that I know is going to be important and be meaningful um, one day. And so that's where this came from. But where I really want to focus um, right now is on the feeling I had that nothing was for me and the kind of space that I was in to think that thought and how I could have done better in that moment, even though it is absolutely valid to feel all of our feelings. Question, do any of you ever feel that way? You know, like you're just stretched thin or you have nothing left or no one truly understands what you're going through or no one knows what it's like to be you, to be in a particular position, to have particular responsibilities. I'm sure you could relate to some level of that. Like you don't need to be married. You don't need to have kids. You don't need to have toddlers. Like in life, it's normal to feel those feelings. And then the next thing I want to know is, what did you do to get yourself out of that space? Like whenever you get into that place where you're like, I feel so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I have anything left. What do you do at that point? Well, let me offer this. 
one thing I realized is that when those types of feelings come up, it's like an alarm going off for me. Because right away, I think I don't like the way I'm feeling right now. And I need to get myself right emotionally and spiritually so that I could cope with this moment. I treat it as a warning that, hey girl, you're getting out of balance and you need to fix that ASAP. Because I really do believe that God is my guide, yes, but I am in control of the quality of my life in each moment. And I'm choosing behaviors and I'm choosing the emotions that I want to sit with and I'm choosing how long I want to stay in that place. Because really, if there's something going on in our lives that we know we don't like, then I think we we would be doing and we have been doing ourselves a major disservice not to identify those things and figure out how to fix them. I also realized that sometimes when I'm down, I can be a tad bit dramatic in my own head. And so now looking back on that day, I realized that there were multiple things at play. I was sleep deprived. I was touched out in the sense that I was breastfeeding a lot. I was carrying a baby. I was playing with a toddler, like all the feels, literally all the touches. I was maxed out. Um, the days felt like they did not have enough hours. They still feel that way, but I'm coping better. And I was just overwhelmed. But when I switched my thinking from one where I felt hopeless to one where I realized with the help of my husband, Bola, that I still had control, well, that's when things really started to change for me. And with that, came the realization that I am really and truly grateful for the life that I have. And I remember while I was on maternity leave, I was having a rough day and it dawned on me that everything that was making the day challenging was everything that I had hoped and prayed for, that all of it was a blessing. My children are healthy and thriving, right? Yes, we're trapped at home, but we're happy. I love what I do. I love who I am. I love where we are in life as a family and where we are going. So I had to ask myself, like, what really is your problem? And I realized that some days are going to be rough, yes. But despite the challenges that we may face, we can't really forget to count our blessings because I wouldn't trade any of it. So there, I have it. This week's topic is, you know what? Gratitude really does change everything. Now let's take a look at what's happening in the world right now. And let's take a moment to ask this year, 2020, what's really going on? With everything that's happening in the world, I think it's really important for us to pause for a minute as often as you need to take that one minute pause and think about how we can make what's left of the year better for ourselves and for each other. Like, do you like the way that you're feeling right now? 
And what can you do to improve it if you don't like the way that you're feeling? How can we start feeling a bit better about our lives and everything that may not be going our way? And I get it. A lot has not been going our way. And really, who could have even predicted everything that's happening right now? We are 100% in uncharted territory here on planet Earth. Now, last episode, we talked about mindset and the importance of having the right attitude and the right disposition. This week's episode, right, has quite a bit to do with that, but it's more focused. What kind of mindset could help us improve our lives and the way we feel about ourselves and the world around us? Well, for starters, it's a mindset that focuses on gratitude. Definition time. Webster Dictionary defines gratitude as the state of being grateful. And the word grateful is defined as feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness or appreciation of benefits received. So let's tie that all together. Gratitude is the state of being appreciative of benefits received. Make sense? Good. Now that we're clear on the definition, let's talk about it. What benefits have you received and how are you showing your appreciation for those things? For me personally, I found that the quality of my life becomes better when I'm more grateful. Gratitude forces me to shift my perspective and mindset so that I'm not just focusing on or obsessing about what I might think I'm lacking in my life. But rather, gratitude allows me to place more energy on all the things that have been provided for me and allocated to me in my life in the form of what I like to call blessings. Before I even go any further, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Chanel. And I'm a normal human being who experiences a wide range of emotions. And sometimes I feel bad. Sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes I lack patience. Sometimes I feel disheartened. But I'm mindful each time I'm in those spaces. And I make decisions while I'm there about how long I want to sit with those emotions. I understand the power of my perspective. And I see the effect of my energy and the ways in which the room responds to the vibe that I'm bringing there. I understand the power of allowing myself to feel my feelings, but also acknowledge all of the good things and the good people that are in my life at those times when I feel not at my best. Real talk, sometimes we just want to be upset, and sometimes we just want to complain. But perspective. Everything in your life cannot be bad at the same time, every time. Sometimes it certainly feels that way, I know. But what if we were to challenge ourselves in those moments or afterwards to find one thing that we're grateful for? What if we were to challenge ourselves to do that every day? What might that kind of thinking and that attitude of gratitude do for our quality of life. In my case of feeling like nothing was for me, on the flip side, from a gratitude perspective, it would be me 
feeling that way, but also in that moment or to be realistic after that moment, because those feelings were intense. But after that moment, appreciating that the feeling I was having was actually related to the abundance in my life and the challenges that come with blessings I prayed for and that I was granted. And the fact that I would never, ever want to trade any of those things that were causing me stress at that time. So that causes me to shift my thinking. So, okay, I can't change any of these things. I don't want to change any of those things. The kids are going to be the kids and they are going to need what they need when they need it and all that good stuff. And I am grateful for them. I'm grateful that they're here, that they're alive, that they're well. There's nothing I want to change about that. So what can I do to make me feel better? I almost feel like if you're coming from a place of gratitude, then it's really hard to sit in a place of hopelessness. Gratitude just generates good vibes, you know? And it helps you to view life more positively and be less stressed out. And who doesn't want to be less stressed out? Especially now. Another thing I've been considering is how important it is to express our gratitude. You know that saying that you should give people their flowers while they can still smell them? I wonder where that saying really came from. I don't know. But anyway, the point is that we should do that more often. We should tell people all of the good things that they're bringing to us in our lives. Also, you should give yourself your own flowers when you deserve it. Be gentle with yourself. And give yourself credit where necessary. Celebrate you. Harvard Health Publishing had an article called Giving Thanks Can Make You Happier. And in that article, it said that in positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. That sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. But where or how do we start if we want to cultivate this attitude of gratitude? Well, according to that same article, we could do a few things, like count our blessings, I mentioned that earlier, write a thank you note, or if you don't want to write the note, Thank someone mentally. We could keep a gratitude journal, pray, and last but not least, we could meditate. All of those things would contribute to a better quality of life. Now, this year has been a whirlwind, and a lot has happened. And I maintain that we need to be more intentional about slowing down and taking inventory of all of the good things that are happening for us and around us. All the good people in our lives. And we need to show our appreciation and feel that appreciation. I know in terms of letting people know how you feel, 
Sometimes pride gets in our way and our ego takes control. And sometimes that stops us from expressing our gratitude to others fully. Baby steps. If you can't quite say it yet, think it. You'll still feel a bit better. But then build up the courage to be able to express these things. I think I mentioned in an earlier episode that I think a lot about, you know, people in my life and I consider the fact that one day they will no longer be here. And then I think again that nobody knows when that day will be. And so I wonder a lot about how I will feel or if there's anything that I would wish at that time that I would have said before to them. And so that's my challenge to you. Think about your loved ones and think about the people in your life and then ask yourself, would you be pleased with you if you didn't express your gratitude to them while they were here physically to receive it? Do you want that? Do you want to, do you want to carry that weight? Gratitude is good for the person exercising it as well as the person receiving it. Don't be greedy with your good vibes. Let it flow. Think about all the benefits. Think about life on the bright side. And when you're tempted to look at everyone else and think about whether or not the grass is greener over there, Take a moment to appreciate your own lawn, your own process, all of the blessings that you have. Don't envy other people for what they have because you have no idea what they're going through, the sacrifices they're making, how they got there. The only person you know about is you, period. So take a moment today and every day to think about all the things and all the people that you're grateful for. Appreciate your blessings. Shift your mindset. Be more thankful because gratitude really does change everything. If you're still here, as always, I appreciate you. Leave a comment to let me know what or who you're grateful for. And remember to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. Also, please like and follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Musings with Chanel. If there's a topic or question that you'd like me to explore, then don't hesitate to send it over to me. You might just hear me talking about it in one of the episodes. Alrighty then, I know this was a short episode, but I think I've said all I wanted to say about gratitude. You know, just practice it. Take care. Be well. Until next episode.